0: Hey there, it's Tuesday, best night of the week. Welcome to the Wise Guys. I'm Dave McCann with Brian Logan. Blaine is out of town. Uh, uh, he's, he's not even in the country. That's where Blaine, Blaine's <laughs> out of here. Welcome to our big show. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight. It's the number one BYU sports live stream in the entire world. As always, we invite you to jump on the live stream and let us know where you're watching. If you got a question, let us have it. We're going to talk about another win And uh, we've got some great guests as well. Um, And we're at YouTube. We encourage you to go there and and, um, uh, subscribe. It's free. Also live on Facebook, Twitch, and ysguys.com. That's kind of where everything is. Hello, B-Lo. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. Um, you know,
1: we, we like to have you after wins. We like to have you on. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot more pleasant to um, be a, a co-host on any platform <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, when when BYU wins. It, it makes life a lot easier. Um, and obviously, it makes talking about them uh, a lot more Look, fun. Look, we
0: got Jonathan on the live stream right out of the bat. Brian, my man, how's it going? Love your takes. Going good. So there I'm, you go. I'm blessed. That's the momentum right out of yeah, the gate. Right,
1: right, right, right. I'm doing good. Um yeah you know, hung out with uncle dave earlier today doing AFR um and david nixon so i filled in for for uncle b there so it's it's fun to to you know i don't i don't do this full time right um i would love to and um today i i'm doing it full
0: time <laughs> that's right we're on AFR earlier yeah, today yeah. and the wise guys tonight uh, early birds in amber from new york city uh, good evening let's see uh, Alan is in from lake Winnipesaukee, and uh BYU Sports Addict from Farmington. And Las Vegas is here. South Jordan's here. Colorado's in. Thanks, Colorado. And uh, we look forward to talking to the world tonight. We've got an awesome show. Follow us at ysguys.com as well. Subscribe to our weekly uh, email. You'll get highlights from the show. And that's free, too. And then our library of interviews is sitting right there, ranging from Danny Ainge to Marie Osmond to Mark Pope, from Tom Homo to Sherry Dew, from Mark Wilson to Steve Young to Ty Detmer, Max Hall in there, Robbie Bosco, you name it—we've got him on the show. They're all waiting for you at YSGuys.com. Tom Homo was was a good one, yeah. That was yeah well, it was really like good. like an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. got into a lot of good stuff. Yeah,
1: you know, it's, I'm happy that one um, you know happened the way it did because we we kind of see his personality, yeah. You know, outside of um, the media and, and you know, kind of how he. Portrays himself, or how, how he has to portray himself, right? right. Uh, being an AD and and to be able to, to see that you know there's some humanity behind you know <laughs> this this person,
0: um, and that's the you know, format of this place. Uh, Steve is in from Olympia, Washington. Hey, Steve, the, the format of this is is uh, you know it, on on Sports Nation, which is great, or any other show, it's it's hey, you got two minutes or five minutes or eight minutes, and then you're out. And here we've got, uh, Hey, are you interesting? We can go all night, you know. And Tom was great. Kyle Van Noy, I think we had for an hour and fifty minutes, yeah, yeah. and he said, "Hey, I I can go all night," right. but his yeah. kids were there, and so then then uh, we cut it off. But uh, uh, it's such a fun uh, fun deal, the wise guys, and we're glad to have so many people following us on on all our platforms. We're just going to get bigger from here. Yeah, At, tonight on the show, Chase Roberts going to be here. He's like the the what the the. Poster boy for BYU football. Uh, Most available bachelor. I don't know. We'll ask him about that, too. But he's had some big games. The start times for TCU have been announced. And we'll recap Cincinnati, that big win Friday night. I just um, would like to get an invite to the wedding if we do set that up. If it happens here. I'd just like to get get an invite, please. Who knows what's going to happen. But it's going to happen. We got other things tonight. Yeah. Um,
1: So we'll talk about uh, soccer. Uh, and, and their showdown against the Big 12 um, leader, Texas Tech. it's yeah, coming up. Yeah, volleyball. Um, after a rough trip to Texas, uh, they prepare for Oklahoma. So another opportunity to, to bounce back. Um, and then a wise guy's super fan, Christy Duffin joins the show. Um, and we'll let you know how you guys can join the show as well. Um, first ever fan. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, you know, happy to to be on here for the first, you know. So unfortunate that Uncle B is not here for for this, but um, I'd gladly <laughs> gladly gladly take this seat <laughs> to to experience that. So I'm happy that you guys are are bringing fans on, and I mean, yeah,
0: why not? Fa- that's fans, what we do.
1: That's and you know what? I know this is is um, it's 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 good. It's great. It's fun for us as analysts, but the 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 fans of of, of Brigham Young football are are like like none other and and you hear especially from a lot of these transfers coming in right that that played at d1 schools and some big d1 schools like keaton slovis and and they put they get the smile on their face i think the same smile i get when you think about byu fans because you know um they 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 truly separate themselves from other fan bases and and so doing this for the fans and having them to experience it
0: man i mean um Kudos to you guys for yeah, that opportunity. Hey, it's great for everybody. By the way, Amber says, Can I send Chase my daughter's number at BYU? Why don't we just wait and see how it goes? <laughs> <laughs> why don't we just why don't we just hang on and see what happens? Um and, and Roberts had a huge game the other night. Uh, let's talk about beating Cincinnati. Uh, the first Big 12 win, first Big 12 game in Provo. The place was sold out. BYU wins at 35-27. We had a full breakdown on After Further View, which is waiting for you on the BYU TV app. It's also on ESPN+. Plus. The BYU TV app's free. Is it? Yeah. Is it on ESPN+. It is Plus? on ESPN+. Plus. How about special teams and defense? For, uh, creating turnovers and points yeah I mean we 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 talk about that's um
1: you know the the number one stat when it comes to winning a game is is turnovers and to get points off turnovers is is one thing but to get a turnover and then you know directly turn that into a point which is you know defensively um scoring which is Jacob Robinson's pick six um that's exactly what happened and and I think that's really undervalued, not because he was my Y factor and I didn't get it, but um, <laughs> because of how the offense was struggling. Right, right? The, the offense didn't score until literally the the you know last few minutes of of the, of the uh, second quarter, and I think you know psychologically that kept BYU in the game you know, being able to, to have some type of points on the board, right, um, with the offense struggling, I, I, I think that helped out um, tremendously. But, um, you know, to get another one through special teams and then be able to turn that into points as well, I think really separated BYU from Cincinnati, especially when you look at the score, right? You take
0: 14 points away and – could be a different game. Yeah. Cougar Nation, what would you think of uh, the game on Friday night? at a big TV audience, which was cool on ESPN. And um, it was a weird first half, as we say hi to Marvin from Harriman. It was a weird first half. you didn't get anything going on offense until the last what 38 seconds yeah. They marched right down the field and scored and took the lead going into the break 14 to 10 max tooley had 16 tackles harrison taggart had 10 ben bywater the leading tackler on the team for the last two years didn't play because of his shoulder and those two picked up uh the slack and they were outstanding and uh, uh aj vong Pichan was also great that linebacking core was good friday night yeah yeah they're um they're getting better. AJ and, and Max,
1: um, especially very physical guys. Um, I'm, I'm surprised with, with Harrison Taggart and, um, the impact that he made, uh, I I didn't expect there to be, uh, less of a a drop-off. Right. And I I think that speaks to BYU's debt. We we talk about this all the time, um, especially the beginning of, of independence that BYU would, would, play these these p5 schools and they're and ranked and and they'd go in and punch them in the mouth and in the next couple of weeks they lose to you know like a san diego state or something yep. and and we would kind of scratch our heads and go crazy but we, we started realizing it's, it's the depth right and um when you don't have that there's such a big drop off and, and you didn't see that with with harrison you know filling in for 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 ben so i, th- I think we're starting to see um, you know, this this depth come alive and and uh you know, making that impact where as fans we could say now if there's an injury, we can go, okay, you know, next man truly is it is gonna be up.
0: Linda says, hey, not much to watch in that first half till the end of the half. Then the second half was pretty exciting. Um it was uh, it was indeed. Uh Keaton Slovis on the night, um thirteen of twenty four, no picks, uh two touchdowns. Chase Roberts, six for 131 yards and a touchdown. Then he secured the onsides kick uh, to put the game away. L.J. Martin, 16 carries, 66 yards, and um, you know finished four yards a carry, had two touchdowns. Uh, Columbia, Missouri, Rick is in with us tonight, and uh, a lot of other folks, so... Great to have you on the live stream. It was great to have the offense moving. They were bound and determined to run the football. I thought they ran it too many times in the first <laughs> half, but then it got going and, uh yeah. you know, they did just enough. Yeah. you just yeah. got to do some, right? Yeah.
1: You know, I think at this point, we don't, we don't care about style points. Um, we just want to, we just want to get the win. And I think in, in, in previous years, you know, BYU, and I would say this as a fan you know, and, and and as an analyst, we kind of want to see those style points, and especially when it comes to competition that you know we're more superior than. Um, but now in a in a P five environment where every single game is like a boxing match, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we're really going round for round for round. At that point, it's you know, if we if we were to compare it to a boxing match, it's like just get out, just get out alive, right? Do enough to to you know, maybe we don't need a knockout, but do enough to. Um, you know, win the scorecard. Uh, but, but essentially we just care about the win. Right. in boxing, we don't really go, go back and watch, you know, the film and go, Oh, you could have did this here. You could have did yeah, this if here. If the guy's
0: knocked out, it doesn't matter it doesn't, who it, right. who won the second round.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And so I think, I think I'm at, to, I'm at that point now as a, as a BYU fan, and even as a, as an analyst, cause we're starting to see more and more and more throughout the entire league. Right. Yeah. Um, That, that it's going to go to the, the, the last second, the last quarter, you know, sometimes even the last play, which you saw with, with TCU
0: in, in West Virginia. Yeah, Dr. Ketch, by the way, said, I was pretty impressed with Keaton. Not flashy, but pretty competent. He's up over 11,000 career passing yards. Um, I think that's, that's pretty well said. Uh, the BYU's offense against Arkansas, they did just enough. Yeah. Protected the ball. And won the game Did just enough against Cincinnati um, in the game where he went out and had to throw 51 times for 357 yards. They lost. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, I think he he can make NFL throws. He has. We've seen a number of those. Um, and his job in his one year at BYU in this first year as a power five program in the Big 12 is to manage all the newness. Yeah. And and be the guy that says, guys, I've done this before. Just follow me. And um, and he's four and one. Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a great point. Um, can you
1: imagine having a quarterback without the poise and the ability to stay even keel? Think about think about like a young Zach Wilson. Um, think about when when Tanner uh, Mangum went in and and him as a freshman, you saw a lot of ups and downs and yeah, highs and lows. Yeah. And um, you know we don't we don't see that with with Keaton and and. I think we, BYU out of the last ten years going into uh, a Big Twelve conference needed that more than anything, and and <laughs> I remember I remember you know being on defense. This is how much a, a quarterback impacts the entire team. I remember being on defense and whenever we were struggling in two thousand nine, and, and Max would come and yell at the offense or, or you know try to get us riled up. Um, you know, you you took that personal as as a as a player. It doesn't matter yeah. what side of the ball, but especially defensively, I'm like, man, this guy that, that's our leader right there. You know, by default, you are the leader of the entire team. You're the face of the entire team when you're a quarterback, right? On almost any level, just just by default. And so, if the quarterback is is you know frantic and and panicking and he. You know, looks like he is nervous on the field, what do you think that's going to do to the rest of the team? They're yeah. going to play that way as well. but Especially these just, freshmen that are in is oh, oh, 100%. That's a great point. You have LJ, right, who's a true freshman.
0: He was he's <laughs> playing high school football in El Paso he, last year. He,
1: he, he, he This this kid was just at prom. Think about that. Let's put that into perspective. He was just at prom a couple months ago. Yeah, he
0: needs a guy to look at him and go, hey, just follow me.
1: Right, exactly. I'll, I'll get ca- you the ball. Ca- and, and so if I'm LJ, right, and I'm in the huddle with this guy, and, and, it's, and we're down, you know, by 14 points. <laughs> and it's only been five minutes of the game and I see him cool come. I'm, I'm going to say, you know what, things probably aren't as bad as I, I'm, I'm thinking they are. So leadership, I think, is, is probably the, the most underrated thing that, that um, you know, we'll take away from, from the, the Keaton Slovis experience.
0: Well, the Bearcats had more passing yards, more rushing yards. They dominated the time of possession, and they had more turnovers. And as a result, they lost the game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, BYU forced the two turnovers, and that was the difference for a full breakdown on the Cincinnati game. Go to the BYU TV app uh, and watch after further review. By the way, the next game, that tea time has been set. Uh, kickoff at 1.30 Mountain Time BYU at TCU Saturday, October 14th on ESPN. So it's a bye week this week and then it's back to the grind and then it's grinding the rest of the way. There's no more days off Yeah. once it starts with TCU uh, on Saturday, October 14th. Kalani Sitaki addressed the media to kick off the bye week and let's take a moment and listen to him.
2: Yeah, just a great weekend. Um, obviously the Happy about the win, and uh, after watching the film and evaluating with staff, uh, we, we know um, some areas of improvement that we need to make, but uh, the one thing that I'm really, really excited about and from watching the you know the entire season, really proud of our guys, our players, our team um, for the fight that they have in them. I, I love the, the, the physical part of the game, the aggressiveness. I also like that uh, we knew going into this season was going to be uh, kind of a, a battle every week, and um, especially when we get into conference, and that's kind of been proven. We've we, we, we've been through the transition before. A lot of guys in our staff of going from uh, a, a G five, or in our case, an independent, to uh, into a power program, a power conference like the Big Twelve, and so we knew that there was, was going to be there's going to be some things about that that were unique, and we knew that the, having the battle, being committed to the physical part of the game, and being committed to you know, getting depth in every position. And so we're sitting in a really good spot right now going to the bye week. Um, but after evaluating it, I'm really proud of the boys, proud of the team, proud of, proud of the, the coaches, uh, their, their commitment to each other and to our culture, but also commitment to just knowing that they got to battle it out. And that, that's kind of been proven in, in, in every game, and you're looking at the, the, the Big 12 Conference. A lot of parity, but also you're looking at the – the, there's large leads that aren't safe. There's a there's, there's uh, a lot of a lot of games coming down to the wire, and so uh, that that's just going to have to be part of it. You got to be ready for a battle every week, and uh, and we knew our our guys would be committed to it. And it's just nice to evaluate and watch the film and see that these guys are committed to doing that every week, and if we can get that done. I, I feel really good about our chances and going to the last seven games of the season. So um, a lot of a lot of really positive things to work on. Um, and, and, and uh, really excited that, that we can get this time to, to work on some of our deficiencies and work on some of the things that we can get better and, and improve our depth, develop our guys still. Uh, so it's a loaded week for work for us. The only difference is we're not playing in the game, so we don't have to go through the physical part part of that. But we will have physical practices, and um, looking into it, uh, we'll have an opportunity for our guys to develop, especially young guys, to develop and We'll get some guys that will be healthier and get them back um, for the TCU game. So um, all in all, you know, we haven't added to guys being lost for this season. We have guys that have been banged up. And then watching the film, we had guys that performed in the last couple of weeks. Last few weeks, um, maybe not being 100% and, and uh, um, probably, probably should have uh, rested them a little bit. And so we did that. We've done that and made the decision to do that a little bit this week. And um, we'll see what happens when we get to the. To the, the remainder of our season starting at TCU but right now we're, we're, we're feeling pretty good about uh, where we're at and I, I'm feeling really good about the status of, of, of our team and the mindset that our team has going into every game and then um, just really, really proud of our fans too. I think fans have done an amazing job, great atmosphere, great environment. Our fans are awesome and um, I'm glad that, that they get to show it on national stage. Uh, with our student section, with the Rock, and with uh, all our fans, being whether it's here or on the road, we have fans that represent really, really well, and I'm proud of those guys. And I hope our fans know how much we love and appreciate them. And uh, we're really looking forward to next game. Uh, unfortunately, this one's a bye, but we'll, we'll get ready and make sure that we're we're uh, you know ready to roll by the time we head out to Fort Worth. So, any questions you guys may have, I'll take them now.
0: Taki uh, yesterday setting the tone for the bye week. He's four and one. Yeah. You know, everyone wants to be five and zero, but realistically, I think anyone would take four and one in a heartbeat. Uh, back in <laughs> August, as we looked at the schedule, um, and you can tell he's 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 he. And we'll talk to Chase Roberts about that in a couple of minutes. But he's confident that the things that have slowed BYU down are all fixable, and this is a good week to fix them. But they're moving forward. They're getting guys back and getting healthy. Yeah, I, you know, when he said
1: um, develop depth in the bye week. Um I kind of got triggered a little bit because I <laughs> I remember during my bye week, this is my first year here, um all of the guys, uh, all the, all of our starters were out. And um you're supposed to, you know, traditionally you want to have your second string guys, your third string guys. It's kind of like a like a little spring ball or a little camp for those guys. And um I remember practicing and Brandon Bradley calls me, he goes, Brian, A-B, A-B. And I go, Yeah, he goes you know we're the only starters on the field, and I, and I stop and I look, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, "Oh, he, we are, huh?" And he's like, "No, the entire field. Look on the look over there on the offense." And I look, and I'm like, "Oh, what?" And I, I get mad because you know I'm hurting, I'm bruised up. I want to take, I want to take some rest, right? I, I see. Dennis, Dennis doesn't even have pads on. Dennis, Dennis Dennis,
0: deserves some time. Dennis doesn't
1: have pads on. Max doesn't have his helmet. I don't even. I haven't even seen Harvey for the last couple days. (laughs) He's not even at practice. So I'm like, it it was humbling because it made me realize how much work that I had to do, you know, in order for for me to stay out there. So, so when I hear you know, depth and developing younger guys, um, you know, it's it's really for guys that that need to get work. Obviously, you want to get your starters healthy. Um, but it's another opportunity to get another rep, right? It's another yeah. opportunity to learn and yeah, I think I think at this point, you know, we we talked about it earlier, having depth is important. Um we know guys are gonna get banged up and you, and you look what Harrison did when he when he came in for Ben and I think it's a perfect example, right, is is getting those younger guys, you know, some reps. So
0: the moment really isn't that big when yeah. when it's their time. Hey, uh Les from Santa Fe, New Mexico on with us. Larry from Linden, Utah. Hey, Dave, what happened to the flyover? (laughs) Look, look, I'm not, I don't work for the Air Force, (laughs) but they they were going to do the flyover, but the game started too late, and so the Air Force said no. So the next flyovers we're looking at is uh, Texas Tech and Oklahoma, but Uh we got to see what the start times are because they don't like to fly over at night. And, you know, they like to fly yeah. over in the daytime, like uh, at Kansas when yeah. they flew over in Arkansas. They flew over before the kickoff. We
3: got but we will
0: keep you posted. We have an insider with the <laughs> United States Air Force. And he told us they're not flying over the uh, game Friday night because it started so late. We started about 820. Yeah. It was pitch dark by then. Yeah. Yeah. But the fireworks looked nice. Yeah, yeah. that
1: was new. I was, I was, you know, everybody was so mesmerized. And I was the only one. I was like, is this new? And I was
0: like, hey, tapping people. Like, is this new? There were a few more extra fireworks, is this, is this new? as I, it should be on a night that like that. Uh, October 7th, this is the bye. That's Saturday. October 14th at TCU. The 21st, Texas Tech is here. And October 28th at number three, Texas. A couple of surprises in the Big 12 before we bring our guest on tonight. Our first one, uh, Baylor, survived, Baylor trailed UCF 35-7. to 7 late in the third quarter, and then they won 36-35. Yeah. That was at UCF, much like it in Provo, packed. Everyone's celebrating being in the Big 12. They're up 35-7, to seven, and then they lose, which gives you a lesson to learn here. In the Big 12, it's never over. Yeah. Chase had to secure that onside kick at the end of the game on Friday night to make it over, and that was with uh, like 16 seconds left or so. As long as they got athletes out on the field, as UCF will attest, it's not over. Right. And West Virginia went into TCU and beat the Horn Frogs twenty four twenty one. They were picked last in the Big Twelve. It's it was never over for the for the Horn Frogs and the Mountaineers just kept coming and they blocked a field goal at the end. And then Texas routed Kansas forty to fourteen. I was bugged by that because Jalen Daniels didn't play a down, the Kansas quarterback. He was practiced all week, but he had a stiff back on, on Saturday. Yeah. maybe when the Longhorns came out. Um, and so he didn't play, and, and uh, but he was healthy against BYU. Of course he was. And he was tough to stop. But uh, So anyway, those are the three that, notes that, from that, the Big that, 12. I, that, that, I, that game was actually over when, when Jalen Daniels didn't play. That's right. When, that's, when, that's when that was And over. Texas is good anyway, but still. Uh, this week in the conference on Friday night, Kansas State's at Oklahoma State. Then Saturday, number 12 Oklahoma against number three Texas. We may ask Chase uh, to predict that one since it's, you know, he's in a bye week yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, UCF's at Kansas, Texas Tech's at Baylor, and then TCU, who will host the Cougars a week from Saturday. They're at Iowa State, and that's going to be an interesting game because both those teams are still trying to figure this, figure themselves out. Let's, uh, let's bring in our, our guy. Our guest tonight is a six foot four, 210-pound captain and leading receiver on the BYU football team, 24 receptions, 358 yards, and three touchdowns. A sophomore with a spectacular future ahead uh, he's been on television more in the last week than any of his teammates. I know. I think I've interviewed him three times. Our pleasure to have during the bye week, Chase Roberts to the Wise Guys. Welcome.
4: Thank you. Thanks for having.
0: me. It's good to have you here, Moran. We're going to turn that microphone up, and we should be good to go. What What was today like without you know a Tuesday practice? Today was actually a grind. No, was it? Was it? A, yeah. It was like a what? We had full pads.
4: We had a twenty-two period practice. I think. So I know we were going and unlike, unlike what you had, you know, there yeah. was a lot of starters on the field. Brian was telling a story about
0: how he, yeah, he was a poor picked on guy, but yeah, everyone no, was out there.
4: We were out there. Yeah. We were out there grinding. Obviously we got a lot of reps for the younger guys and uh, uh, get them, get them going and getting ready. Uh, Cause you never know, like we were saying uh, you never know when your, your name gets called and we need you. So a uh, lot of great reps today, full speed. We had a great practice today and, and then tomorrow is going to be another grinder and then we'll have our, a little five days Couple off of to, days. to recover. How's it feel Especially to be 4-1 and one in this first run as a Power 5 program? Oh, it feels awesome. I mean, obviously, we'd want to be 5-0. and o, But being 4-1, and one, it's a blessing to have this momentum going forward into the bye week and then up into TCU. So we're, we're blessed. We're excited.
1: How's the, the feeling of being independent and then now being in a conference?
4: Yeah, it's different. No, being independent had its, you know, things and um, perks and obviously – Um, overall wasn't wasn't what you really want to be in but uh, being in a conference is is awesome you know every game's just you know it's it's a battle they're in your conference and uh, like we've seen with the West Virginia game with like everything that that every team is good yeah and it's not like all right this team this week and then all right big game this and then it's every game is is a battle yeah and it's such a blessing to go against such great talent every week, week week to week and and then to play for something, right? We're playing for a Big 12 championship, and and right now I feel like everyone's in contention for that. So, so, so yeah.
1: you know, when when you guys were independent, um, and we all we all know that you lose one game, is it's it's, it's 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 pretty much over, right? Uh-huh. Um, when I played in the Mountain West, and we lost a game outside of conference, we didn't care because we had we had, we still had a conference. But when we lost a game in conference, and and majority of time when we did it was towards the end of the season mm-hmm. and we knew we were kind of out of the, the, the running for it yeah it was very hard mm-hmm. extremely hard to, get, to go to practice the next day um, to keep you know wanting to get better um, but with you guys you know explain that difference how you've seen you guys prepare from being independent losing a game and then you know how are you
4: guys now losing you know against Kansas but still being in a conference and having something to play for Yeah it was hard last year when we lost to Oregon um kind of that same feeling that you were talking about well, yeah, you that, were up number 12 in the country yeah, when you yeah, went in there exactly yeah. we were we were a top, top top 15 team in the nation and and then we lose and it's like all right like they kind of had this bowl game already predicted for us because yeah. we lost already we can't go play for this you know um national championship that we all wanted so it's, it was hard and it was it was weird hearing all like the, the different opinions and stuff and like how the season was going to go the mindset was um just changed for the team and and right now it's different it's every game like you know we got a chance to to go out and prove ourselves and show that we we belong in this in this conference that we're going to you know um hopefully make it to you know the the Big 12 championship and so just i guess just that yeah just a little different when it when it comes to the
0: mindset uh, game to game did you notice when you took the field Saturday, friday night there were a little, a little more fireworks um it was, was like fourth of july for a few minutes Yeah, right
4: as i was running out i was like well i don't i don't remember like
0: <laughs> more fire on the field It's yeah, always it awesome. a great idea just add fire to anything <laughs> you got but but as you're running out there's a hundred of you running out and you don't want to trip on the guy behind you you don't want the guy in front of you or whatever yeah. um, and there's all this stuff going on in a full stadium yeah. describe the rush no it was amazing honestly they definitely brought a lot more
4: smoke too yeah. in like the when we were all together about to run out so I couldn't see anything so I was really actually afraid that I was going <laughs> to trip over someone or there was going to be a little kid running across uh, but it was it was cool just seeing the fireworks and everything I'd never seen it that grand I guess everything and, right um I was thinking if I was the opposing team like I'd be like this is this right. place is legit right. Like right. we're playing in like a, a stadium that's full of fans that's that's loud that's you know that's got the got the fireworks going like I'd be I'd be pretty scared so does it cool.
0: quiet down for you when you're out there playing yeah it does like yeah. some people say they get in the zone and, uh-huh. and don't hear well, anything he's, like, he's on offense too You know, the the offense is kind of... Yeah, until you catch the ball. (laughs) Well, yeah. So, like, it's quiet. Like, that's touching. by the way, uh, Earl says, awesome catch, Chase. And that could be any number of references (laughs) to your catches. (laughs) Thank you. But on that catch, you got the the 57-yarder. Yeah. Uh, Is it just quiet until the ball's in your hand? And as you're heading to the end zone, then the sound comes back in? Or what?
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's quiet. And you're just so focused on the little details of everything. Know, catching the ball, running angles different things like that to it doesn't really like end until obviously you get into the end zone and then you're like, all right, the crowd the then, noise, every, then like it all comes like someone turns up the volume until someone turns up the volume wow. yeah, yeah, and yeah cool. i think I think
1: playing um this sport for so long it's it's kinda normal to you yeah. right it, you just you just you, yeah it's 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 it's, it's kind of almost like a part of the game um. And when you when you are on the sideline, like us, right, we we experience it a lot because we're not playing. Or even when you're on the sideline, if you make a a, a play after first down or whatever the case is, then it kind of comes up because you're not focused on the little you know yeah. details. But with with us at at like playing defense, man, um, especially because it's third down, right, and you you're trying to get the crowd hyped. It's it's different. You still, yeah. It's it <laughs> you st- you're, st- you're still you still kind of you're still kind of hearing it, um, and you it's noticeable before because I mean you're you're reading your keys and whatnot, but then. It gets so loud especially at, at Lavelle, um, Edward Stadium and I know it was sell out since two thousand nine. I'm I'm assuming two thousand nine when it was like that was Florida State, which I played in which and that didn't go well. But oh, um gosh. um talk talk about the, the well, you've only been to, to Kansas, right? And uh-huh. you've played at other big twelve venues, um, you know, prior to this year and how is the fan base and, and those venues
4: and those stadiums compared to Lavelle's? Lavelle? Yeah. I feel like well with Kansas um nothing compared to Lavelle uh I've played at some venues though that that are very big and loud, and um obviously it's that it's that flip it's it's loud on offense yeah now. Yeah, yeah yeah and um but honestly, it's the same with with your your focus and your mentality of you know it's me and this it's me and the defender right um and looking back and watching film and all the you know whatever. Um highlights sports center stuff, like you realize like wow there's a lot of fans there,
0: <laughs> and when
4: you're playing honestly, from like warm ups at least for me from warm ups to the end of the game, like I'm still just like with my team, i'm on the field, you know we're going, we're playing, and then after you're like well that was a that was a big moment, yeah, and that was a big game there's a lot of people there, and it's it's pretty cool to um, to experience that okay. at, at away games and at home games, obviously.
0: The uh, Mackies from Montana are here. So this show is a, a global live stream, and then it becomes a podcast and uh, gets chopped up on, all over YouTube and, and Facebook. And so we have Cougar fans literally from all around the world, uh, Australia and Singapore and Columbia and Linden. You know, we got the whole, running the whole gamut. Everyone right. excited to have you here. So the big game Saturday in college football is Oklahoma and Texas. Uh-huh you're going to play both of them. Mm-hmm. So how does that change how you will watch that game? Uh, I
4: think when I watch a big 12 opponent, it's I'm keyed in on the, on the corners and on the defensive scheme. Um, I'm watching, you know, how they, how they play in a big time game and kind of their tendencies, what they, what they do. And it's more like, like I can't watch with someone else cause I'm rewinding every play. <laughs> All right. But um, no, I love watching these type of games and, uh, just seeing how, yeah, the different the different tendencies they have, and uh, being able to pick it up, pick up on them. And there,
0: there's a level of coolness though, yeah. because one, uh, we haven't had a significant Saturday like this in a bye week for 13 years because right. yeah. we haven't been in a conference, yeah. um, and and here's the marquee game of the day, and you know you're going to Texas, mm-hmm. and then Oklahoma's coming to your place. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that that would be like. Uh, I don't know, you'd be very excited to see what happens well, between those two. Well you know, I so when I played in the Mountain
1: West, um I, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I almost and we had the opportunity to watch other games, I didn't care. I was I would I would put like Air Force and Colorado State, that was a priority for me. Other than Oklahoma and Texas or any other, you know, big college football game or, or rivalry because it's like like kinda like you said, it's extra film prep, right? Yeah. Um but but you're just more engaged. It's kind of it's like your indirect family, so to speak. And and so, you know, playing in independence and then playing this year so far, even in non-conference, have you found yourself, you know, doing the same?
4: Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And um but it is it is great to to have a, a bye week and be able to just kind of watch. Yeah. Uh, I feel like when you have a game, you're you're obviously just focused right, on that. Right. And it's hard to really key in on On teams that you play and and watching other games because you're just so focused on on your game. But it's going to be fun to be able to sit down, chill, watch some football, sure, and just take it. We're all watching.
0: Hey, weren't we all all watching Zach on Sunday night, just hoping for the best? Yes, yes. get that going.
4: Zach's a stud. Yeah, he's been a great mentor to me and. Um, I've loved I
0: loved what he did yeah. the other night I'm glad you got a lot of you got a it's almost like a whole different commentary yeah. that's New York oh, yeah. you know they love you it's, one day and you're the worst the next and yeah. then they're back in love with you yeah that's football it's yeah. life yeah Chase yeah. Roberts on the Wise Guys on YouTube Facebook Twitch <laughs> and ysguys.com. When you left on your mission, we talked about this in our pregame interview the other day, uh, to Calgary, Alberta in 2019, there's no Big 12, there's no NIL, there's no free passage in the transfer portal. The next time you step on the field in 2022, mm-hmm. all three are in play, including the invitation to join the Big 12. So what was it like waiting through all of that for you? On the mission? Just, just like? uh, kind of the day, fact that before? you came home and the world's totally different yeah. in regards to college football.
4: No, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. And I think, you know, college football is just going to change. It's going to keep changing. Uh, and, you know, and that's life. You know, you, you see stuff change and you adapt. And I feel like seeing all this happen, you know, it got me excited. And you, you just kind of go day by day, take it um, like it is and, and go with it. And I think you learn as you go, you know, we still haven't got the full grasp of what we could do with NIL with all these like the yep. portal and just it's been it's been different. But uh, we've I feel like BYU's done a great job with all all aspects of the change, and we've been able to grasp kind of uh, quicker than other. I feel like other other you know teams, you know the real meaning and how we can make it the most effective. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a that's a good point too, as far
1: as being the, the quickest. Because you think about built bar, right? I, I, nobody in the in the nation did anything like that you heard yeah. little nio deals here and there but um collectively for a brand to come in and say we're we're helping out you know yeah. everybody and yeah. and um so kudos to 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 kalani for doing that and um you know, I've, I've personally I'm not playing no more, but I picked up a few nil deals. Here and <laughs> there. And there. Just, They're I not just, nil deals just, if you're not a player. I just, I, you know what? Oh, I still yeah. like to. I still I feel like I got robbed. Um, <laughs> I got I had like a seventy three dollar check in the mail for the NCAA game. Um, you know, so like, I feel like I get robbed, so I, I kind of feel like I should like say nil just to make myself feel better. Okay, so, all right. so when it comes to nil and, and your experience, how's how's that been, and, and what are some of the things that that brands have asked you to do so far? Yeah, I think
4: it's been great to see like what Kalani's been trying to do with our team. Uh, he's brought in the the Royal Blue Collective, which has yep. been awesome for for the team. It's We've had t- Mark on here a couple times. Yeah, Mark Comer. Mark's, Mark's amazing, and I've actually known Mark for a long time, and he's such a great guy. Uh, so grateful for the Royal Blue Collective and what they've done with, um, with the guys and the walk-ons and taking care of everyone on the team, making sure that we can focus on football and go win games, um, and that's the the real goal right there. Um, Encore has been awesome with with some individuals and how getting us deals and helping yeah. us out, yeah. um, you know, laying the burden off of us to you know they can go find some stuff for us and we can just go play ball, um, and it's been it's been awesome to work with with all these great guys. Um, Deseret first credit Union has been awesome um, and helped me out personally a lot and uh, there's just been a bunch of great mentors as well um, Pax has been a huge mentor for me uh Josh Jurgensen and his team um, have been awesome and not only you know helping us out with with the money um, but also providing us with an opportunity to have a career after mm, right. football and that's yeah. I think that's the the part that schools forget is is yeah, you can give this kid a car and, and a house and whatever, but are you providing this kid a way to to be successful after? And sometimes kids get so caught up in the the money now and then get screwed over. Yeah. sometimes like yeah. when they, right. they don't get what they're promised. Um, whereas at BYU, it's been awesome to see. Hey, we want here's a mentor. Uh, you're gonna have an opportunity after football to to go and be successful. And here's here's also some money right now to help yeah. you out. Focus on football um and it's and and we want you to do
0: a few things for us do a few things for interviews us, yeah. and things where it
4: fits into your schedule exactly yeah. and and but most of all go and win games and uh be an ambassador for for BYU for Jesus Christ for what we stand for here at, at BYU you know it's, it's
1: um it's i think this summer was really crazy with with the with the transfer well i would say um winter um Hearing stories just from all over the nation and and we're all connected in certain different ways and in, in, in different universities and we hear a lot of stories um and the biggest thing that that I heard um was that guys were getting promised n i o deals they'd you know transfer and then you know a mm-hmm. couple months in they still haven't received it so you don't have to say any names, but have you heard stories like that from you know um your your connections your relationships
4: you know around the nation? no for sure, yeah, a lot you know at I'm not going to name any (laughs) names or universities, but, um, yeah, there's been, there's been a lot of just shady things that go down and it's, it's what happens and it gets kids to schools and then, and then it, you know, draws them away. And it's, it's hard because as a kid, you, you want to take care of your family, right? right? You want to be that, um, that example to, to everyone. And, um, so that money right away gets you, obviously entices you, uh, but, there's always there's always a, a catch, I feel yeah. like, and yeah. um, with with Kalani, it's been awesome to see there's there's never any shady, yeah and that's just because he's a great dude, and he's making sure that everyone is is taken care of and nobody gets into a, a predicament that where they're you know they don't get their questions answered, and yeah. I feel like it happens a lot so.
1: Well, there's yeah, your, your recruiting pitch right there for nil, yeah. Right, yeah. as, as yeah. far as hey, we you know we do nil in a way where, you know, you're not being lied to. Things are you know
0: transparent, you and know? it's a, a plan for life, as Mark yeah. has explained it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. that's attractive to parents <laughs> and their kids, <laughs> Exactly. but mostly to parents. <laughs> exactly, but not to you. You have a, a plan for your life. It's, mm-hmm. it's very important for you. Yeah, um, we talk about speaking your life. I, I, we mentioned in the game day interview last week that uh, in some ways your your church mission was harder than playing college football. Yeah. Um, I doubt anyone clotheslined you on your mission, but that's possible. <laughs> I went to Texas, and I, I think we were chased around a little bit, but yeah. um, expand on that for just a moment because outside of the, the church culture, a young man or young woman giving up 18 months or two years mm. of their life to serve a mission is a, is a foreign concept, mm-hmm. but you lived it, and it wasn't easy.
4: No, it was it was very difficult and I still stand by that it's more difficult than playing college football. Obviously not not in that physical way of right. getting beat up, but it's the mental side of of every day you're you're devoting your life to to the Lord and you're giving up your own will and I feel like it's the mental aspect is draining. Every day you wake up at 6:30 um, you're studying the scriptures for a couple hours and it, it's obviously a blessing um, but when you go out and get rejected day by day it's it's exhausting and it, it's it teaches you so much about how to be a man because you're with a companion 24 7 and obviously when you get married you're with the companion yeah. you know your whole life yeah and, um, it, it teaches you how to you're gonna get in fights you know you're gonna get in debates and you're not gonna want to do what what they want to do you know and and you learn how to come together, to love each other, and to be united, and be yeah. able to go out and teach the gospel effectively, to have the spirit with you at all times, and to be able to be effective and do what you want to do. So, um, it teaches you so much about life, and so grateful for it, so grateful for how hard it was, and all that it taught me, and and it helps. It helps. You can ask any football player that served a mission that. It's made us better football players.
1: You know, I, I never heard that breakdown in that perspective that way. Um, I've been a part of the program since two, since 2009, um, and the way that you frame that, as far as you know, teaching you how to be a man, and, and the comparison. With, you know, having a partner and then having, you know, a wife. I want to know, my my, my my oldest is 12, and I'm not LDS, and yeah. he's not either. But do you have to be LDS to serve a mission? Because
0: I would like for him to go. <laughs> yeah, but there's ways we can take care of that. <laughs> b just,
1: just I'm just thinking as a father, I'm like, man, that's
0: a great opportunity. You get somebody outside of their self yeah. for two years or 18 months or, or even if it's a week, mm-hmm. and, um, and they see life differently.
4: And here's why I love love how we do it, is we leave it 18 years old, and that's a point in your life where you need to become a man. Mm. And if, if it was all about getting people baptized, then they would send these 30-year-old scholars right. you know, that know the Book of Mormon Bible in and out, and send them to go teach, right, and go convert people. But they're sending 18-year-old kids that have no idea that, some of them not, haven't even read the Book of Mormon, and yet they can still go convert people, uh, but the biggest thing, is I think, Heavenly Father wants these kids to become disciples and change and make a decision at that age to to be a man. What right? a great point! Like we were
1: what a what a what a great point! So, Spe- especially from a, a, somebody that's non LDS, when I mm-hmm. think of mission, right. that's what I think of. Yeah. Um, when you know, when I first got here, I used to think like. I used to ask them, and I, and I was joking joking about it. I would like, say, "How many people do you baptize? How do you <laughs> yeah. baptize?" Right. Um, so to frame it to frame it that way, yeah. I think I think it probably is an easier decision when when you know you're given that holistic perspective of what you're going to be gaining
4: versus just you know like Duncan people. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's true. And, exactly. and
1: and where where did you go
4: on your mission? I was in Canada, so the Calgary mission. OK, um, so, so what was harder, Hungary, Alberta, learning the BYU playbook or learning to speak Tagalog? Yeah. So I spoke I spoke Tagalog. So okay. There's a lot of Filipino people there. Yeah. Um, it was definitely harder. <laughs> you know, being in a co- like country where it's mo- like mostly English. You had to like learn, like study the language because you weren't immersed in it. Yeah. Like if I went to the Philippines and was immersed, I'd be able to pick it up a little quicker. But I had to mm. study the language and, you know try to get people to talk to me as much as I can in Tagalog and so that I could learn it.
0: But you still got it? I still, I still feel like, uh, Earl, uh,
4: there's some um, Filipinos on the <laughs> blue cougar
0: wants to, blue cougar says, I'd like to hear chase speak some Tagalog. So introduce yourself as you yeah. would have, uh, as a missionary in yeah. Tagalog.
4: Yeah. So, kamusta i uh elder Roberts or chase Roberts, uh, missionary, uh, Calgary. At, uh, mahal ko ang mga Pilipino, uh, mahal ko ang Evangelio ni Jesucristo at yung mga Mormon, um, totoo, um, yung uh, toto, uh, totoo ko at uh, pangalan sa pangalan ni Jesucristo, amen. That's fantastic. So kind fantastic. Of my,
0: uh, <laughs> in Texas, it's y'all gonna let us in or not? That was, that's how we did it. What? Uh, how did your mission change you? You're a good kid going out. You're a good kid coming back. So how did it change you? <laughs> um, it made
4: me, I feel like, glorify glorify God in everything that I do. There was a, a leader that came and spoke to our, our mission. And he said, he took me aside after he came. And he said, Elder Roberts, it's like, whenever you catch a, catch a pass, you're glorifying God. It's like, I want you to do that. And it just, okay. Like everything I'm doing, um, as a disciple of Christ, um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to glorify God. It doesn't matter if it's with my family, friends in football, like I have the opportunity to, to glorify God. And that's, what's kept me wanting to work so hard in football and to, to make plays is to have the opportunity to, to glorify him so that was a big thing i learned on my mission and and also the little things of hard work and discipline yeah. and it's yeah there's a lot of different things that i
0: learned is there an experience or two that um stood out from all the others as far as like when you say when you tell your boy someday about your mission mm-hmm. um give us an experience um i always share this one
4: cuz uh, I think it's, I know I feel like kind of cool, you know, <laughs> uh, but we were, uh, we were walking, um, downtown and there was, a uh, a man that was kind of beating up on a, on a woman. Um, and as missionaries, we're kind of supposed to stay away from those situations, but we both felt that we needed to interfere. And, um, and so we went and ran and, and pulled the guy off the girl, uh, right as the girl, you know, kind of got free. She turned around and pepper sprayed all, like, both of us in the face. So Everybody. Yes, yeah, so everyone got pepper spray in their face. Um, but that was that was a cool moment. That's kind of the one I always think of and share because um, not only are you, you know, when you, sometimes when you think of missionaries, you think you're sitting and, and teaching and it's kind of boring, whatever, but you're, you're getting put in, in positions where um, sometimes it's dangerous, sometimes it's, like, rough. And um, I think that was a moment... That, that was cool knowing that, that we have the, the spirit and the light, um, as missionaries, but that we can also, you know, be like heroes for other people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now there are stories that you tell your mother and there are stories you tell your brothers. Yeah. Was yeah, that a that that was story a that you told story. your mother or you told your brothers? Yeah, I definitely <laughs> kept that one away from my mom until I got
4: home, but <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely told my brother. So, well, you so, know, you know, speaking of, of, you know,
1: cool stories and, and being cool, I would, um, um, <laughs> uh, you know, say that you're you're big man on campus, and that's that's pretty cool. I think a lot of people see you as 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 cool. I, I remember, you know, when we were playing good, meaning beating beating ranked teams, mm-hmm. um, it was nice to, to walk around and, and be noticed and not have to go to class and not have to do homework. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that's you, but um, how's how's that experience been? And, and from a social uh, perspective, you know, being on campus and then. You know, being at Walmart or Target. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm. I am sorry i do not know if I'm supposed to name names. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> well, they. You know, they, they got to pay money to for me. You know, I'm just playing. I'm playing. But but you know, when you when you're out social locally, um, and then I and then on campus as well with the success you've had. Has that been?
4: It's been fun. Yeah, uh, it's been awesome to to see the the little kids. Um, and I think that's the the biggest thing. It makes me happy to see kids. You know, hey Chase Roberts, like, yeah. you, know, you caught that ball. Like, I want to be like you someday, and it makes me, it motivates me to to want to be a better a better human and to be a light to do these little kids to take pictures with them and and hopefully one day like, you know, when they they come with a decision to to serve a mission to to do things that are big decisions in their life that they'll be like, oh, I remember, you know, Chase did that, yeah, yeah. and and I want to be I want to be like him. So that's the a real pleasure and a real um blessing to, to me to see these kids um you know want to want to be like me and yeah. um, some of the players on the team and um what a great place to do that at BYU and um it's been a blessing
0: kids I mean, don't it's forget cool. that I remember it was a 12 year old ball boy yeah. when Danny Ainge was here and he was always nice to me <laughs> yeah and we talk about it all the time exactly. even all these years later you just uh-huh. remember Uh, They get it. You don't get a chance to, you know, kids stay after the game and hope you come by and give them a high five Mm -hmm, along with the rest of the team. And that's their memory of the game. Yeah. And uh, you might be thinking of the one that got away, of the four you caught. One might have bounced this way or that, but to a kid it's like, or you got one of your gloves or whatever. It just... It's just different. But let's go, let's go to a different demographic where you seem to be hitting the home run with as well. So last week on Kalani Tsataki's football show, uh, once word got out that you were the guest, all of a sudden the room filled up. Uh, as I'm told, they were filled up mostly with young women. And after the game, after the show the they all stayed hoping to meet you after and and you were on your way out the back door with the coach um uh like a rock star and and Kalani said I think you should go back in there <laughs> yeah. so you go back in there and and visit with them uh, what what is that like this is it's not the little kids it's the it's the kids <laughs> who want to hang out with you for a long time what what is yeah. that like for you
4: <laughs> no i mean it's fun like it is and um i it's just fun I don't know how to how to really explain um but it's 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 great, just like with the little kids just being uh being a good dude and being able to to bring right. light in their lives and um do you have a girlfriend right now? I don't. Okay. No, okay. I was just I
1: was just wondering. You know, you're, you're a little bit slow in your responses. That I was, was like, really good for our maybe ratings. No, he's trying. No, to, <laughs> no. trying no. Maybe he's trying to. You know.
4: No, yeah. I just. You know, it's the football season right now. It's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're
1: focused. Focus. So let's yeah, say. It's been hard you focus, to. Yeah. focused. Yeah.
4: Let's
0: say uh, you're interviewing for The Bachelor. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, what would say? What would be a typical fun date with Chase Roberts? How would that go down? Ooh. Do I have to like
4: go like extraordinary? Just kind of what no, I no, just what you do. do. What's like, a my, fun I day? Usually yeah. Usually do, yeah, and I so, promise
0: you, there's like a bazillion people <laughs> taking notes, right? Now. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm very low key
4: and like not. Yeah, I'm. I'm not super. You know, spend all this money and make it super cutesy, and you know, yeah. um, there's times obviously for that, and uh, but I love just you know, getting to talk to people, like yeah. being in a situation where you can just chill and talk ice cream, you know, um, go to a, a fun little farmer's market, walk around, uh, get to know the person. And those are my, those are my favorite. Um, uh, just cause I like talking. I like getting yeah. to know people mm-hmm. and, um, it's fun when you can connect with someone and, um, so what are the top T.Y. 3 qualities in a girl that you would <laughs> just, just
1: play. you don't you don't have to you don't have to answer that at all at all. Um I, I do know from from you know being on the team you know this is 2009 2010 that um a lot of the guys that that didn't play and weren't in the spotlight they would always say man like I'm so ha-. like so okay jokingly kind of sort of we would see our teammates with the with their wives and we'd be like how in the world like, this doesn't make any sense. And <laughs> or what about their kids? So, a couple of kids show up. And, so, and sometimes they would, you know, they'd hear us and joke and be like, and then and then they'd get into the locker room and they'd be like, dude, I just told her I was on the team. She doesn't even know I'm going to walk on. <laughs> so I would, I would i would say there's you know there's there's definitely some advantages when it, when
0: it comes to <laughs> there's age. some power yeah. in our yeah. society with with that byu receiver <laughs> chase roberts on the wise guys tonight cougars play at tcu saturday october 14th 1 oh. on espn a couple more questions while we got you and we appreciate you hanging out with us tonight no, of it's been fun you're watching puka do what he's doing with the rams um what are you seeing in him that 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 you can do to get to that next level what's he helping you with yeah no first off
4: i'm i'm not surprised where, where he's at he was my first first draft pick in, in my fantasy football league <laughs> he's on my and team too joking but joking either right, like yeah. he was my first yeah um and he's done great for me so <laughs> but he's he's been, always been a mentor to me we've still kept in touch and uh he's just seeing his work ethic in in college when we were playing together um every route was deliberate everything he did was you know he wanted to get better and um he never took a rep off and it, it makes me want to to emulate that and and yeah. sh- cuz it pays off obviously and you know obviously my goal is to is make it to the NFL and um if i can take as much of what puka did and apply that to my game and also do the things that i i feel like i kind of separate me and and um Make me unique, and if I can apply those things into my game now and and create habits, then come the time where I do try to try to go to the next level, that that it will come. You know, it will yeah. it will happen. So when I when I was before
1: I came to BYU, I, I played two years at a junior college mm-hmm. in in the Bay Area, yeah. and after my my freshman year, there was maybe about eleven of of us that um my teammates that went D one, and I mean like big D one, not not smaller D ones, and um. It was kind of a sobering moment because obviously that was a goal of mine to go d one and I was like, man he, these guys are playing big time football now, and i'm I was just in the locker room with this one i I took this one down the street to you know get some food, and I just met this one's mom and it just made the opportunity and like the platform of d one just so much more attainable and i and yeah. I took you know my game to the next level because I was like, this is no longer a dream like this this can be reality so you know, playing with with Puka and seeing his success and and getting to the place that you want to be,
4: what does that what does that do for you? No, it's it just makes it that more exciting to yeah to want to get to that level. Of it's more attainable. You think, I mean, you always have doubts as a player, right? Like right. when you have a bad practice or things like that. Uh, but when you see people succeed that you've played with, that you've ran routes with, yeah. you know, mesh concepts, like you've done you've done stuff together and and you've learned from them and and you can emulate them that. You know, I I feel just as m- more confident yeah. to to make it to that level and to be where Puka can be and 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 hopefully perform like he does. You know, it's it's, it's fun it's, it's fun awesome. seeing that,
1: seeing a smile on your face yeah. that give me goosebumps because you cause you know cause you know it's it's real, right? It's yeah. it's, it's sustainable. It's it's,
0: it's, it's not right so far there. off. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. Puka made place and you're making place. Yeah, thank you. Um, Let's talk about three plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ABCs, we, we actually teased on social media today. The ABCs of Chase Roberts' favorite plays. Uh, the Arkansas one-handed catch. The Baylor touchdown just before halftime last year. Or see the Cincinnati 59-yarder for <laughs> no, a touchdown. Which that. is your favorite?
4: Um, I think the first, that first catch I had as a freshman, uh, first home game yeah. I ever played in. At Lavelle um, and ha- having that catch right before half was pretty special you know it started to give me the confidence that mm-hmm. I can perform it at the D1 level and um, kind of started everything going forward so that's that's my my favorite. That thing. one's trumps the
0: one-hander. It does. Wow. Yeah, no, okay. No, it does, yeah. Because you first? Yeah, it was that's my why, first. Yeah. yeah, it was my first. You, you always remember uh, your first. And it was thing. a phenomenal catch. Thank that you. only you and the back linesman knew were inbounds. <laughs> the rest correct. of us were like, <laughs> let's uh, see the video. But, like, no. but no. It, it was a game changer. All three of these touchdowns that we mentioned, you know, you have more than that. But these were these were game changers. Um, and, then the, and then the one the other night mm-hmm. um, wasn't one-handed and it wasn't toe tapping the end zone thing but it turned the game against Cincinnati
4: yeah no it was it was uh it was a big play and glad we could get the momentum you know that two score lead uh got us the momentum the rest of the game and um it was it was a fun one you know that was and I, I don't think I've had a play like that in my career here at BYU where I was able to kind of Break away from a player and have that running start. Yeah. Um, so that was that was fun. And you know you had your speed back. Yeah. No. Yeah, ran good. right away. <laughs> yeah. Good. You yeah. Know, I'm, not,
1: I'm not gonna lie. it Kind of surprised me when you were breaking away from everybody, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I knew I knew you were fast, but. I mean you, you faster out, than everybody yeah, out there. I mean it, wasn't, it was not even
0: like it wasn't even close at all. Well in the, in our interview piece which I think you can still see on uh, BYU uh, org and the BYU TV app uh we told a story of a little kid um Sam uh Bednar who is the grandson of Elder Bednar. Oh, um playing catch with his dad and came up and asked him to throw it over his head so we could do a one-hander. And then we finished, I asked you if you had another Chase Roberts. He calls it the Chase Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to do another Chase Roberts in the Cincinnati game, you said you hoped so, and then you did. There you go. Another one where you're just like, that just happened. So you know, you got a week to to get ready to do another one. Yeah, there you go against TCU, <laughs> and and the more Chase Roberts you do in college, the more Chase Roberts you get to do in the NFL.
4: That's right. Yeah. yeah. So let's keep doing
1: some. <laughs> That's cool. Absolutely. So, like uh, like Dave said, TCU um, up next. You have Texas Tech, then you have Texas. So Dave actually yeah. calls this uh, the Texas swing, the, the month of October. Yeah. Yeah, we've never yeah. had one like that. Never. never. So it's yeah. Gone. So so you know knowing. You know, these 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 schools were getting further into to conference play, and I mean, these are these are brand name schools, right? Um, what are some of the the the, the keys to success? Um, mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to uh, moving or getting through October, you know, in a successful way.
4: Yeah, this is the middle. Yeah, this is the middle part. This is kind of the grind of the season. Um, we always say with with football games that if you win the middle eight minutes, you know, the end of the front, right. end of the second quarter, and then the start of the third. Um, then you've you've won the game, so I feel like right now is kind of that, that moment of the the middle the middle part, and yeah. we need to grind. We need to finish strong, finish the that, that second quarter strong up until half, and then start off start off strong. And I think it comes with just just playing hard, playing the way we do, and um, taking away those those mental errors, and making plays. And I think what we've done really well thus far is, is making those big plays and big moments. And if we do that, if we stick with that, um, then we will we'll win this games and we'll win games in this you know middle stretch.
0: All right, uh, we hit each guest on our show with five quick questions, and then we'll get you out of here b going to ask him. They're, they're nothing to think about. These are the revealers of who you are. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so nothing terribly heavy. Uh, but Danny Ainge had to do it. Jimmer had to do it. And now Chase Roberts gets to do it. And Christy, you're going to do it in just a little bit. So uh, you ready? It, yeah. And
1: we emphasize, you know, quick because we, we do want... Your personality, and we write to shine. these down right. too. So
3: and and, and so therefore,
1: you, because because we want your personality <laughs> to shine, we want to know who you actually are. You know, be, from these questions, it's it's two minute drill. Okay, it's so what it is. Two minute drill. Gotta get gotta it out out of okay. Yeah. So ready? Okay. Favorite sports movie? Uh, the Rudy. And there's no wrong okay. answer here. Yeah. There is, so there is. There is you're, should, uh, you're right. You're right. I should have said that. We don't judge. We just pray. Let okay. me tell you. <laughs>
0: let me tell you about Rudy. Um, so the guy who played the this show is made of, yeah. made about. Um, so we met him at the Notre Dame game okay. years ago back awesome. in Indiana. And uh, on that flight over, he had he had some LDS friends from Vegas, and they flew him over. Uh, the night before, he was with the missionaries, and Steve Cleveland, who used to bas- be the basketball coach at BYU, was the mission president. Mm-hmm. So he goes in, and he, he meets the missionaries, and gets this wonderful experience, and then we had him on our pregame show from South Bend and got to know a few of us. And, and then he went back with his Vegas friends and uh, took the discussions, joined the church, and the next time he and I were together, we were both speaking at a thing in Salt Lake City, That's and awesome. he was telling his conversion story. And so then the next time we played Notre Dame, he had his Irish <laughs> shirt and he had a BYU shirt I on. on I love that. And uh, so now when I see Rudy, the, the rest of the story is that Rudy – um, had some great friends who introduced him to the church he changed his life love it how about that okay He's so Rudy's good. number one
1: yep, that was, that was your first. that was your
0: timeout right there yeah
1: so <laughs> I the called the timeout. that's right official's timeout. out right. okay number two favorite singer or band uh, Ed Sheeran I favorite. like Ed um, favorite breakfast cereal uh, the peanut butter crunch nice interesting um, favorite ice cream uh, let's do the mint chocolate chip Okay, And then last one favorite advice from parents. Yeah. And you can think about
0: this for a second.
4: Okay. Um, Yeah. You have have some time. So I always live by, and it's, it's kind of just meaningful just to me. I feel like, I don't know if, well, you can't really say it to anyone else, but um, remember your last name. Mm. And um, it's something my, my grandpa actually said to my dad and then my dad kind of passed on to me. And that's been really meaningful of, of, you know, you're a Roberts. Remember your last name. And it's, what, what I think of when I when I hear that is you know all the, the different attributes of, of what a Roberts is and um so that's that's super meaningful to me. It's pretty cool.
1: I think I think that was the fastest.
0: That was. Um, that was. With, the, with the most high highest quality of, of responses. Remember your last name. We'll also forward that onto the NFL scouts to right. remember your last name. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Down it. the road. Chase Roberts is here with us on The Wise Guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. We kind of thought this would be a day off. And after you told us, you went through 22 workstations. I don't yeah. know. Wow. Well, there's, and there's then a, grind. a grinder again tomorrow. And then yeah. you get some time. Enjoy the... The preview of uh, Oklahoma, Texas, let's see, TCU, Texas Tech. They're all playing on yeah. Saturday, and you're not. So yeah. you can relax, and and then we'll see you back out on the field next week. Uh, but thank you for being here. Of We're course, proud thanks, of you. Thanks for having me. We will remember that last name, the Roberts name, Chase Roberts. Uh, all right, next week, Riley Nelson will be with us, former Cougar quarterback. Riley. Uh, Brian Riley. McKenzie. Riley. On October yeah. 17th, he's got one boy on the team and another one's joining uh, after his mission, the McKenzie brothers. Brandon Doman, Wally Joyner are going to be with us uh, on October 24th. So that's what we got coming up on the Wise Guys. Okay, you can just get up and walk out. Awesome. We appreciate you being appreciate here. you. appreciate it. And, and um, we, we thank you for f- coming to our undisclosed location. You're going to be able to make it back. Are you still in AF? Yeah. Are you living in so, a home?
4: I'm living in Provo, but... My family's all
0: in okay. All right, nice. So you have a short drive home. That's right. Okay, thanks, Chase. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate right, Chase. it. How about course, that? What a, have a good one. What a what a representative. I'm gonna come, I'm gonna
1: come to practice tomorrow. Actually, I'm gonna come.
0: I'm coming. Yeah. What a representative of BYU, Man. Chase Roberts. I'm a fan. I'm a
1: fan. I mean, I, I, mean, I was I was a fan, but I'm a, I'm a fan from off the field now. Love sure. this mission report. I mean, he, like, like I don't. It's hard for you know somebody younger than me to. Um, I can take something back. For, you know, I think that's just natural. Right. Yeah, Cause I'm, yeah. we, we live, you know, um, uh, longer. I've got a couple of nuggets from, <laughs> from him <laughs> yes. that I put in my, that I put in my pocket. Uh, so the I, podcast can be that.
0: great. And you know, he didn't hesitate when he said that he didn't have a girlfriend. Right. You know, right, it was, right. it was, uh, we learned a lot about yeah. chase Roberts. Um, this weekend in the NFL, it's run down Cougars in the NFL. Here's what happened last week. Zach against Andy Reid Sunday night. 27 million viewers on average Crazy. for that game. The Chiefs won it 23-20. to 20. It was the largest Sunday night show on television since the Super Bowl. And, of course, Taylor Swift was there, and that probably had something to do with it. It had everything to do with it. Zach went 28 of 39, no interceptions, 245 yards, threw two touchdowns, had a fumble that proved to be costly at the end. Chiefs jumped out to a 17-0 lead, and they held on. But the next five games for Zach, including Denver out here in the West on Sunday, Broncos, Eagles, Giants, Chargers, Raiders. I see four wins in there for the Jets. Yeah. And, um, and that'd be just fine get him back on track for a playoff run. And, and, and I like that the head coach said after the game, if Zach plays like this, we're going to win a lot of games. Right. That was huge for him,
1: man. You know, I think the, the, the number one thing that I liked was, um, his teammates, you know, um, there's, there's some moments when after he had that fumble, he got down and, um, you know, and it's like a in position and his, his guys came and patted him
0: on his back and they're like, dude, you did amazing. You know? Under the I, under impossible conditions, one the home crowds mad at you, and Patrick Mahomes is yeah. across the way. He just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably the, the second biggest thing is is that
1: not only are you going toe to toe with you know the the best quarterback in the NFL, but you're actually outperforming him. Um, and uh, I, I I think in a way, so I, I I'm happy that he performed the way he did. I'm kind of sad that they lost. But I'm but I'm I'm a little bit. This is gonna sound weird. I'm a little bit happy that that he fumbled and he lost the way that he did, because when you hear about great quarterbacks that have a lot of or just athletes, right, just great athletes, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady, they all have that one story where it's that one play that that's seared in their mind for the rest of their career. You think that was it? Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe because because you you think about the stage, you think about everything that he's gone through, right? You have guys like Joe Namath saying that he sucks, and for you to come that close, I, I feel like that that hunger and that desire to to want to be great, to say you know what I'm never gonna have this moment happen to me again, yeah, and that's and that's usually the the statement that that these athletes say. I remember this situation happened, and I vowed that day. <laughs> it would never happen to me. Again.
0: Listen, uh, Bill Bev Devoe 24 said, Hey, clear out the desks and the mics. Let's see chase one-on-one with bilo one-on-one what? Yeah. Going one-on-one, uh, Pass uh, receiver defender. You know By uh, the way, I'd take Chase eleven out of ten times. I would
1: take Chase eleven out of ten times. Are we betting <laughs> six four against Belo? I like
0: Chase. You, can you uh, put? That, a, it's no offense to Belo. I, I like Chase in that matchup. Can you put a bet? Can you put a bet? You know, um, I I would say even me and him, like me and my,
1: like me and my prime,
0: like you know, two thousand ten, my senior year. Yeah, when you were and, and now and you were on the field when BYU beat
1: number three Oklahoma. Yep, yep, so yep Put that out like, there, like holding your own, like like me and my prime. I would he. Chase is, is a difficult receiver for me yeah. um, because usually bigger receivers like that, they're slow. So my recovery time is a lot easier after they, they make their first move. He's fast. But he's, oh, yeah. That's it. I'm, That's when I look over to
0: Andrew Rich and I'm like, yo, scoot over. <laughs> <laughs> help. <laughs> Come on help. in. Pukunakua, by the way, nine catches, 163 yards and a touchdown. Uh, caught the game-winning touchdown. Uh, his first in the NFL to lead the Rams to a 29, 23 overtime win against the Colts. Here's some facts. 39 receptions are the most in a player's first four games in NFL history. 501 receiving yards are the most in a player's first four games in NFL history. He's number 10 all time through five games or four games among former Cougars in the NFL in receiving yards. Crazy. And, um, and I just love that he's still alive you know he was always dinged up here but he's managed to stay healthy he's got some bruises and stuff but uh, the rams are going to get cooper cup here in a week or two and they're going to have cup on one side and puka on the other
3: yeah.
0: and and they're going to be tough to stop but yeah, puka's gonna, been
1: great so it's going to be interesting to see what te- how teams are going to defend that when you have two receivers that are going to that, that can cause you problems um Something's got to give. You know, you started at the first couple games, you started to see defenses, you know, keying on them. Yeah. um,
0: But you can't key on two people. So, you know. No double teaming. You can't double team both. can't. This week's games, the Titans are at the Colts. Blake Freeland. Uh, It was cool to see Freeland and Pook exchange jerseys after the the Colts-Rams game. Cougars, brothers for life. Uh, The Saints have Taysom Hill and Jamal Williams at the Patriots. Hopefully, Jamal can get back from the uh, injured list. Texans are at the Falcons. Tyler Algier. Uh, they're trying to figure out how to use Tyler now that they've, they're have they using the, the rookie from Texas quite a bit. The Giants are at the Dolphins with Chris Brooks. Puka and the Rams host the Eagles. That'll be absolutely. maybe the game yeah. of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that'll be a tough one. Uh, Zach Wilson and the Jets are next door at Denver. Uh, Chiefs with Andy Reid, uh taking on the Vikings with Jaron Hall and Kyrish Tonga. Tonga will be the only of the three out on the field, <laughs> but they'll get a great chance to visit after the game. And then Sunday night, uh the Cowboys and the Forty ers and Fred Warner back on the main stage Sunday night football.
1: Yeah. You know that's a good weekend for Cougars. Um Sunday night football or Thursday night football, Monday night football with my mom. Um and my family is is um for me as an adult as a grown adult it's it's uh, comparable to, to christmas as yeah. a kid and in my my family my mom is a, is a 49ers fan um you know she took me to 49ers games so I, I grew up watching steve young um at candlestick and you know she's in love with fred it's it's like the cutest it's the cutest <laughs> thing cuz she's like you know a BYU mom, right? Yeah. I'm not playing anymore, and she's just like, see I could just see her
0: rooting for Fred, like she's rooting for me. You know, it's yeah, it's, that's great. It's, it's 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 cute, and um, it's a fun game that brings us together. That's why I love the fact there's three games on Thanksgiving because we're getting right. together anyway. Yeah, and then and then that's just enhances the whole thing by having Absolutely. a football oh, she, game she's on, like, the on television. Like, come on, I'll cook
1: your favorite dinner. I cook your crab, and we got this, and we got
0: that. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, Christy, you ready? Our next guest is a fan of the wise guys and a fan of the Cougars. She wrote us a nice note that got us thinking, why don't we just bring her in and uh, have her on the show? And we're going to do this with more fans uh, uh, as we move forward. So this is our first wise guys fan appearance and it is Christy Duffin, longtime Cougar fan. And we welcome you to the wise guys and you've been hanging out here. I got to see chase and see how we kind of do things. What do you think of the show?
5: Um, This is really cool. i i thanks for the invite. <laughs> yeah,
0: you got it. This is a um, uh, this, this is a, a show that connects BYU fans, uh, whether it's the stream or the podcast or in person. Um, where did your connection with BYU begin?
5: It began when I was born. Yeah, <laughs> um, my dad worked for BYU for 40 years.
0: Larry Duffin.
5: Larry Duffin. Wow, <laughs> ah, he was in charge of the stadium and the Marriott Center. So he had to be at every game.
0: So he was the facilities director. Yeah. Right.
5: And um, I actually have a letter from Jeffrey R. Holland, who was the BYU president when I was born, saying congrats on the birth of your new Cougar fan. Nice. (laughs) So I love in my baby book that I have that letter in there. So literally, you know, when I was a baby.
0: So your dad and my dad worked together for years. My dad was the executive director of the Cougar Club, and I think they all built that stadium together and opened it up and jazzed up the Marriott center through 1975 to 1998 when my dad was there. And, uh, and I know your dad, cause I was with my dad and then, then we've worked there for a long time. And, and, uh, he ran the, he ran tight ships at the Marriott center and, and, uh, Uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium uh, or Cougar Stadium because it was both. One thing that was cool that I experienced and maybe you did too is is, uh, if your dad works there and has keys to the place (laughs) suddenly it's part of your house and then everything just comes to life.
5: Yeah. um, I remember when I was in college at, at BYU for our F H E activity, Family Home Evening. I guess yeah. most people probably know I, what that. I means. was
1: I was gonna I was gonna ask you <laughs> thank gonna, you for clarifying. I was just gonna say <laughs> I just learned that two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks ago.
5: Um I was kind of the cool one in the group because I talked to my dad and said, Hey can we take a tour of the Marriott Center? <laughs> yeah. And I mean I and think And they it, took
0: you up in the rafters. No they didn't, oh, they I didn't? think
5: it was after okay. they let I, people I was on that. a
0: Cub Scout trip up there one time. But my mom was the dead mom. Um, but but uh, so you got to go see the place and show your friends the place.
5: Yeah, so it was really fun. Um, we, you know, went to the locker rooms and got to see all the, I guess you'd say the bowels of the sure. Marriott Center. So, um, so that was really cool. And, um, I mean, I definitely grew up going to all of the football games, especially um, the bowl games. I don't know how many holiday bowls I've been to. It's nice. a lot. Yeah. I was a little kid that got to hand out um, – Pom poms. I can't think of the word. Um, to any BYU fans that we saw, my parents they just cool. gave us a box, and they're like, "Go hand these out to anyone in a BYU <laughs> shirt." Nice. Uh, so that was really fun. Lots of good memories. Is, is
1: there um, one you know specific memory that that really sticks out to you?
5: Um, <laughs> 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 let's see. Oh, there are a lot. Um, Mike, can I tell my favorite mm-hmm. BYU memory now? Okay, so. When um, I was there in the stadium for Beck to Harleen, Mm. so that's, I think, I think that's the only time I've been in a visiting stadium for a BYU game other than a bowl game. Um, And I mean, it was just a sea of red. That's where my seats were. Uh, My boyfriend at the time was a Utah fan, and so he had on all his Utah stuff. I had on the BYU stuff. Uh, people were teasing us, like, how does this work, yeah. you know, kind of thing. All of the fans, I just have to say, Utah fans were super, super nice. Oh, um, back, oh back then? Back then, I guess. There's still a lot of them.
0: Most <laughs> of them were cool. I'm joking. The guys. fringe ones, like our fringe ones. You get to yeah. the fringe and yeah. Yeah. all bets are off. No, I'm joking, I'm joking.
5: Yeah, oh. well, and I think it helps that I'm not an obnoxious fan. I'm a BYU fan, not a Utah hater, you know. Right. That's, so that's when, a
0: difference. Yeah. yeah. That's a difference. That's yeah. a
5: difference. Um, so when BYU did something good, I would just kind of, clap you know like i wasn't in your face or anything like that um so i remember that last play it was on the opposite end of the stadium and everyone of course is standing up and i just could not see a thing and um of course the play took forever i mean like 12 seconds or something i can't remember um so i just kept looking around like somebody has got to give me some indication of what happened and um then i remember i looked up at my boyfriend And he just put his hands on his face and just (laughs) sunk into his seat. That's how you saw the play. (laughs) That's how I found out what happened. And I remember I just put both my hands up and I screamed as loud as I could. It was so exciting. But then the thing is, is I don't think i i guess i couldn't see like the video while either I, no. I did not find out what happened in the play until i got home that night no kidding <laughs> yeah so and i think it i mean that was before well not before youtube but i mean now everything gets on youtube yeah. like yeah. right yeah. away yeah.
0: you had to see the evening news to see yeah, it. yeah. yeah. and i mean yeah.
5: your phones didn't have like where you could right watch it yeah there's
0: no apps or, or no, so or like when Twitter you did finally like see yeah. it what did you think
2: of the play
5: Oh my gosh, it was <laughs> it was just so funny. And then I remember there was a shot of um, Bronco on the sideline that they showed, where he kept going, like <laughs> because he, you know it looked like John was about to throw it, and then he didn't. It you yeah. know he did that a few yeah. times, and so then when he finally threw it, and then he got knocked to the ground, and then Johnny Harleen's on his knees, and oh, it that's
0: was, an awesome story. So the disappointment awesome. of your boyfriend was the indicator <laughs>
5: right. that Harleen was still
0: open, <laughs> and that he caught it. Oh, that's man, great. That I, I've never heard a recounting of the game right? like that. Never. No, no, <laughs> never. Wise guys, super fan, Christy Duffins, our guest tonight. How do you feel about this four and one start?
5: Oh, I think it's awesome. I, I mean, five and O oh would have been great, but I have to admit, I mean, I've been a big fan my whole life, so I kind of have blue goggles on all the time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so I'm going to be happy and positive about anything that they do. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, four and one, that's amazing. That's that. I think that's probably better than what I was expecting. Um, um, Anyway. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the team
1: as, as a fan. um, I think so. Us as analysts, we we thought, okay, potential four and one, like at this stage, that would be amazing. But big 12, you have Arkansas thrown in there, maybe three and two. So I think our expectations and the bar was kind of set a little bit lower. Um, I always want to ask fans you know where their expectation was um coming into the season knowing that it's a it's a you know power five conference like has has BYU exceeded the expectations so far
5: I think so it's kind of hard to say power five because we haven't played a bunch of those games yet um I think I was probably like most fans were going into the season I was just hoping to get to a bowl game you know hoping to play another game you know 13 games yeah um but I, I just feel like our team is just so gritty. I don't know. Like it's it's exciting to watch. I was at the game on Friday night, and then that first half, like it was. I was trying really hard to not be the whiner, you know, <laughs> <laughs> in the group. We
0: were all whining. Let's be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was. Yeah.
5: Um, it was definitely frustrating, but but yeah, once whatever flip, whatever switch was flipped, it was man, was it exciting? And it was so much fun. And and I think so far, at least this season, one thing I can say is that our team is definitely fun to watch. Yeah.
0: For sure, you graduated in two thousand and four from BYU. Over all these years, you've seen all the quarterbacks. Who's your favorite?
5: Favorite quarterback? Um, probably Zach Wilson. Yeah, um, just because. Well, that twenty twenty season was so fun, and he just got to do so much. Right. Um, he had so many big plays. He's he's the only quarterback who has gotten me to watch the NFL. <laughs> I'm not really <laughs> Steve
0: Young didn't quite get it done. No,
5: well, I think I'm still a little too young for Steve Young. Yeah, um, that's true. But I and I think part of it is because he's a quarterback, so he's on the field a lot, mm-hmm. and he also um, started as a rookie, so yeah. he was going to be on the field true. a lot. Right. True. So I mean, I'm definitely one of those that's really pulling for him. So
0: Sunday night, were you sweating it out. Against the Chiefs?
5: <laughs> yes. I, I think was, we all
0: were. We just wanted him to get a fair shake, you know. Right. But he had to make plays, and he started making them. That's the only way you keep your job in the NFL. It doesn't matter how bad your line is or, or all the world's against you. The, the ones who make plays get to stay in there, and he, and he did that.
5: Yeah, and I'm with b Can I call you that? Yeah, 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 yeah. please.
0: Close <laughs> friends call,
1: call, call me b please, please call me you His know mother what? calls him Brian. I actually, actually, yeah, she actually calls me Bri-Bri. Brian, right yeah, yeah, we're going. It, to be, we're not going that. It's, okay, yeah, no, no. It's, but it's it's a little weird when people call me, you know, by my government name, Brian. It's a little. It, I get taken back a little bit. So please call me below.
5: please. Okay. So I'm with below <laughs> on um just how nice it was to see Zach's teammates just huddling around him, yeah. you know, and um, like it it was just so heartwarming because I mean, even though they lost the game and maybe if they had won and they had rallied around him, maybe, maybe it wouldn't have meant as much. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, but the fact that, that he lost, that he genuinely was upset, you could just see, see it all over his face. Um, and that people so different from last year, but people have his back. And that, I think that's a, that's a big deal. That's
0: a big one because the week before they didn't. No, his teammates did, but the outside world didn't. And then uh, Monday morning's conversations were much different. There's still some that are that are that have their things, but most are going, "Hey, that's this is a young quarterback who went toe to toe against uh, Mahomes and Taylor Swift, and <laughs> and came up three points shy." And everyone who took the Jets got Jets and the points, and they were happy with him. Right. But uh, but I agree with you. I, I, was, I was impressed with what Mahomes said afterwards. And I was impressed with what Zach said afterwards. You know, they put it on himself. And he saw that blitz coming and backed out a little too early. That's yeah. what happens. You know yeah. what? I'd have backed out 10 minutes before that blitz came and, <laughs> and wouldn't have been there for the snap. But um, that, was, uh, that was good. What do you think of uh, Keaton Slovis?
5: I love him. I think he's great. I mean, I, I've listened to a lot of interviews as a person. He just seems like a really good person um and i i mean once he was able to just let it rip on friday night i mean he he was just as fun as zach to watch i feel like and i know that chase roberts throw apparently wasn't to him but boy was it pretty oh yeah it It was was, exciting yeah
0: sent a lightning bolt through the stadium yeah (laughs) and that was that was cool all right you ready for five questions yeah let's do it okay below okay two minute drill two minute drill okay uh favorite sports movie
5: um Sea Biscuit.
0: Sea biscuit. Is that the <laughs> is that the horse race? Yeah, the oh, racehorse okay. one. Okay. Um that's our first Sea Biscuit, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I,
2: I was
1: yeah, I was just think, I was gonna say that. Yeah.
5: Well remember the Titans as a close second because it's football. Yeah. But yeah, Sea Biscuit yeah. is just such a feel good
1: I got it. Know? I'm about to watch that tonight. I never I never yeah, you like to that. ask <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're I, okay. I won't be bored when I go home. Um <laughs> favorite singer or band?
5: Definitely Michael Jackson. Michael nice. Jackson. <laughs> nice.
1: Good one. Okay. Favorite breakfast cereal. O's.
5: O's? And I have a like surprise. Like Cheerios?
0: What? There's a surprise?
5: Because I brought some.
0: O's. <laughs> is that O's? Guys. O's. that, that is also a first. No one's ever wow. brought us O's.
5: Well, because it seems O's. like a lot of people don't know what it is or have never heard of it and definitely don't know. I
0: so, see, so those are O's. So
5: these are O's. So you, I have another one, too. But, oh, thank you. But you
0: oh, I was, was going to rock, paper, scissors <laughs> you. You're going to take those O's, but I can see there's a second yeah. box. And if I'm just nice enough that I might, they might get those. So, uh, why O's?
5: And, well... Is, um, there a,
0: is there a st- is there is there a story behind them?
5: Not really. I mean, I feel like when I was little maybe it was like a treat or something because mm. it I don't know like a it wasn't like the gen- generic brand cereal. because yeah, okay. so there isn't a generic of this? Um but Dave, I think you'll like it because I think the texture's kind of like Captain Crunch. Kind of like Captain Crunch? <laughs> so well have well to then let it's, know. it's right down
0: my alley. <laughs> All nice. right. Oh, so okay. Okay. Um Favorite ice cream. I can't wait to see if you brought ice cream. In my <laughs> that
5: would be that would be <laughs> magic. Um, is it okay if I don't say something from the BYU Creamery? Well, yeah, we, we yeah.
0: It's, it's ice cream is knows no bounds.
5: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so to be honest, I'm not a huge ice cream person, okay. but my favorite is definitely from um, Cold Stone. The uh, um, the Cake batter.
0: Ice cream. Mm, cake batter. Yeah. Okay. I, could,
5: I could definitely make myself sick on that.
0: Cake batter ice cream from Cold that Stone. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay, now I know the answer to this one. I have a, I have a feeling I have the answer yeah. to this one below. Favorite BYU memory.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's Beck Tarling. Yeah. But I, I do have to say, I was at the Cotton Bowl, um, and that whole game was also just, I mean, there was way too much purple there, but that, that was a really exciting game. Now,
0: what about your Lavelle memory? <laughs> Which could also qualify for this. And the only reason I know That's this is because I read your letter. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I was a teenager, I want to say I was probably about 14 or so, um, I was working at Stadium of Fire. Um, so before the game, we would, like, sell the stadium chairs to people, rent them out. And then during the game, once, the, once it got dark outside, you know, yeah. everyone gets, like, the glow necklaces, glow bracelets, that sort of thing. So I was one of the people who was selling it, um, selling it to people. But... You know, being fourteen, not being—I mean, I was pretty timid, not being a salesperson. Right. Typical fourteen-year-old. Right. Yeah, it was—it was an awkward thing for me to do at first. It wasn't too bad because I had, you know, I don't know, hundreds of them, so it was pretty obvious that I was selling them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got down to just the last few, and um, you know, they said, "Don't come back till they're all gone." <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I was, I mean, I was honestly just standing there really, really awkwardly, just kind of looking around, and, you know, by then, the main act, I can't remember who it was, had started, so I'm not going to, like, go up and down the the aisle, like, saying, hey, get, you know, get your glow necklaces, um, so it was just, it was really embarrassing and awkward, um, and then I hear someone say, hey, in my direction, and I turned around and saw Lavelle sitting there with his family, (laughs) and, um... Of course, I knew exactly who he was, and I went over there, and he, um, basic, he called me over, and he bought the rest of my (laughs) necklaces. Wow! And um, I mean, it's been twenty-five plus years, and I still remember that. That's
3: classic. And
5: you know, in in a stadium of probably like fifty thousand people, he noticed one person who was having a Mm. hard time, and did something about it. And especially having someone like Lavelle do that.
0: That's Lavelle. That's why he's a a, a legend. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And I just, I love that, you know, he was special and he was here for what, 29 years as the head coach. He made BYU special. All of the people he influenced down the line, you know, of course we have Kalani, Andy Reid. I think my favorite thing about BYU is just that so much is put so much emphasis is put on being good people. You know, it's mm-hmm. great to be a good athlete and we want that, you know, you have to win. That's why we're watching, right. but there's just so much, um, Kalani talks about it all the time, you know, doing things the right way. And when I've listened to, um, like new players coming in from transfers, yeah. it seems like that the common theme when they ask them, you know how it's going. They're like, it feels like family, yeah. and I'm like, that we've done our job,
0: yeah. right? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, Amber from New York says, by the way, Wise Guys, I think it's cool that you're bringing in some BYU super fans. Where else could Cougar Nation <laughs> see that? Nowhere. Thank you, Amber. Sure. That's Very what true. that's what we do here on the Wise Guys. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. And you got right. a chance oh. to meet Chase, yeah, and uh, and kind of see how it how it goes. So now, for whenever you watch Wise Guys, you'll go. Hey, I know exactly what that. I know what exactly like that. I know where it is. Right. I know what it's like, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and we're we're glad that uh, that you'd come in.
5: <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks for inviting yeah. me,
0: Christy Duffin. We'll see you at the uh, Texas Tech game on the twenty first.
5: Yep, sounds good.
0: All right. Thank you so much. Um, Thanks, Christy. Super fan, Christy Duffin, <laughs> and uh, and again, I know her dad, and and uh, great BYU family, uh, and great BYU fans. Hey, by the way, those aren't both your boxes of O's. <laughs> Just want you to, before you start packing things up over there, I want you to see that. Think, One <laughs> box has already disappeared. What are, you, what are you doing with that box? I didn't think he was going to notice. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, he's reading right now. Thanks, Christy. Go ahead. And All right, let's email. get over some campus notes and we'll wrap up. What a fun show we've had tonight. So, oh, so uh, yeah, Christy I, I sent that. us a note and said, love the show. And, and, um, and Jack said, well, why don't you come on the show? Yeah. And we're going to do that with more. Um, watch our social media as we move forward and we want to get a bunch of you in, um, you know, you know, we could even, uh, Amber, we could even live stream, uh, zoom you from New York. So everyone's in play around the world to make an appearance on the guys. So, um, take this how you, how you may, but this is the marketer in me.
1: Um, you guys should have like a contest, right? For the fans. Or maybe maybe there's
0: some qualifications. Give us some like, time. We're gonna do like we're gonna to, do that. And you look have to at follow it. us. You have to make a comment. The Coug dude says, "When can I come on the show? I'll be in Utah, November twenty first. Hang with us, Cook dude, Coug, and, Coug, and we'll Coug, here, we'll here, let it, you know. Here's the here's the here's the trial. Cook dude, you have to follow
1: us on social media. Leave us a review. Get leave, like leave ten a others to eh, yep, do it. Yeah, yep, get 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 Five other people to follow you and leave a comment and a review and bring
0: some cereal. He says done. Let me just tell you, uh, we're going to do this and bring more fans on. We'll bring stars on. We'll bring legends on. And, and, uh, and, of course, the stars of this show are the people who watch this show. And we understand that. Um, and so look for opportunities coming up. Let's do a couple of campus notes. Women's soccer, 10-1 and 1 and 2. 3-0 and 2 in the Big 12. Ranking today, the coaches poll had them out, uh, tied for number seven. That's significant. I'll tell you why in a moment. Top drawer has them ranked number 10. Uh, they tied Cincinnati one-to-one at home. That was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Then they beat Idaho, Iowa State on the road last night, seven to nothing, <laughs> like a touchdown. <laughs> beat them by seven goals in a soccer game is unheard of. Yeah, that's, They that's, got seven. There's no mercy rule. So here's no the thing. Thursday night at Southfield, Texas Tech is the other team tied for seventh. Number seven, Texas Tech against number seven, BYU, Southfield, 7 o'clock Thursday night on ESPN. Plus. The Red Raiders are 11 0 2 and 5 0 in the Big 12. They're in first place. BYU's 3 0 2 in the Big 12. This is a huge game. For BYU trying to get their first big 12 win at home they got two ties both at Southfield man there's a lot of pressure but the place will be packed Thursday night number seven against number seven and then Monday Kansas State is in town at five o'clock mountain time on ESPN plus two big games for women's soccer uh, and volleyball's got a big week yeah they do so volleyball is
1: 13 and two and two and two in conference um, they have a new ranking which is number 10 um they swept they got swept or swept at texas uh 3 to
0: 1 and then 3 to 1 so their two losses are to the defending national yeah. champions Which, and a yeah. team that i think's won the big 12 for 20 some years yeah at, in austin yeah that was just bad luck in the scheduling it's you know um but the longhorns have won 68 consecutive matches 68 consecutive matches uh in the big 12 yeah so they don't lose to anybody, but if BYU and BYU's not going to get them in in, in the field house because Oklahoma know, will be that's, gone next year, sure. but a, that would have been a place where they could have gotten.
1: Yeah, that was, you know, you know, um, you look back and you hear these uh, players talk about historic games, and they go, "It was the right place at the right time in the right situation." Yeah, um, you kind of hope BYU had that with with Texas, but you know, maybe they get them in in a tournament, you know down the road in a couple in of years. In the NCAA, Big 12 tournament. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The, the, the two best teams in the Big 12 for sure. Saturday. Um, this is the cool thing about playing at conference. You, you play one brand and then win or lose or draw soccer. You uh, get to play another big brand. And so uh, the women's will play BYU at Oklahoma. That's noon mountain um, on ESPN
0: plus. That's on Saturday. So in between the um, football games. Right. You put that, You got Oklahoma, Texas, uh, playing football, you got BYU-Oklahoma playing. I'll, de- I'll definitely have a couple of screens. Volleyball. Cross country, the number three BYU men are at the Nettie Wisconsin Invitational October 13th. And the number six BYU women are at the XC23 Pre-Nationals Invitational in Virginia on October
1: 14th. Men's Hoops, uh, Midnight Madness, that's October 19th. Then the Blue-White Game, that's October 26th. That'll be on BYU TV. You guys got that, right? Yeah, that'll yes. be fun to call. Uh, Then the expedition opener, uh, Life Pacific, November 1st to BYU TV. And then the season opener, Houston Christian, November 6th on ESPN+. And we'll be doing those too. So oh, really? We gotta, yeah, you it's know what? Uncle be B he did say
0: that he, he, he was going to be pretty busy. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. Nice. Uh, Women's hoops the exhibition opener is November first against West, Westminster, three o'clock Mountain Time on BYU TV. Season openers at Montana State on November seventh. Home openers Weber State November tenth. By the way, that's all next month uh, on ESPN Man. Plus. We're in October. Let's roll out with on this day. Uh, October 3rd. A lot of things happen on this day. We like to do this segment because, you know, it just, uh, life is interesting. The mm-hmm. times we live in are interesting. And there are other times that were fascinating as well. And so all of these things happened on this day, October 3rd. So on um, this day,
1: 1778, Captain James Cook anchors in Alaska. Pulls into Alaska. And you know why this is significant for me is because I believe that the earth is flat and he it played a big role in <laughs> I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness (laughs) for that. 1863, (laughs) President Lincoln designates the last Thursday of November as Thanksgiving Day. Nice. Uh, 1945,
1: Elvis Presley's first public performance. Um, He was 10 and sang Old Shop at a youth talent show at at the Mississippi Alabama Fair
0: and uh, Dairy show. He took fifth place. Fifth place for Elvis. Yeah. Yeah, The king. He wasn't the king at that point because he took fifth. No, he was the prince then. 1952 the first video recording on magnetic tape is done in los angeles where would we be without that (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't even have after further review no no no. 1960 the andy Griffith show premieres on cbs i watched some reruns of that the other day that's classic Andy Griffith Show. 1961, the Dick Van Dyke Show premieres on CBS. Now, I've, I've watched a couple of episodes of Dick Van Dyke Show, but yeah. not, not Andy Griffith. Andy, you'd love Andy Griffith.
1: 1974, Jerry West retires from the Lakers and
0: the NBA after 14 seasons. 1995, on this day, O.J. Simpson's acquitted in the murder trial of Nicole Simpson and Ron Goldman. I remember announcing that on the radio in Vegas on this day, 1995. And then on this, is October 3rd significant for OJ? Because then in 2008, he was found guilty of charges of kidnapping and armed robbery from the Palace Station, also in Las Vegas. See, and uh, I
1: remember reporting that on the morning news. Sometime karma, karma comes around sometime, eventually. It, come, it. it comes back.
0: Birthdays on October 3rd, 1806, Oliver Cowdery, one of the three witnesses to the Book of Mormon. 1941, Chubby Checker. 1944, Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy. And it was also on this day in 2003 that he was attacked by one of the Tigers at their Vegas home in their long-running show at the Mirage. Canceled for good. I remember broad- broadcasting that on yes. the news in Las Vegas. Roy Horn, is, this is a significant day uh, and uh, a tough one. Yeah. 1959, Fred Couples. Golfer born on this day. October 3rd, 1936, a notable death. John Heisman of the Heisman Trophy. John Heisman passed away on this day, and the trophy Mm. uh, was named after him. And Ty Detmer won it in 1990. The only Cougar to have a a Heisman trophy. The Wise Guys inspirational quote of the week is from Jerry West, who said, You can't get much done in life if you only work on the days when you feel good. Think about that. I heard a quote once where most of the work is done by people who don't feel good.
1: Mm. You know what I, I thought about initially? When I when I got finished reading that was Kalani making the football team going twenty two periods. Yeah, they worked all day. Man, today. man, but um, I can I can guarantee you I've never heard of that before. Um, especially you know when it comes to a team that's 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 winning. Um, so I think this this is kind of shows you that Kalani sees a lot of potential in these guys and, and there's a lot of opportunity um that that they have in front of them but they got to put work in and that's a good sign right if yeah. you are coming away with wins and still have a lot to improve on because um i know i i would i don't know what i would do if i i would be livid if i <laughs> went out on a bye week and had
0: hey listen you know. you're in the big 12 now there're no days off but they will right. get some time right. later in the week you're right hey uh my new book is coming out november 7th it's uh C is for cougar it's a byu football abc book and um, here's a look at some of the pages inside for the first time. And you can pre-order uh, starting today. And I think we have the email address for that, Jack. Do we not have that up? Yeah, I'm gonna put that up. We're going to put that up. We'll put it up in the, um, in the thing on the side. But it's fourteen ninety nine. dollars uh, There's a legend behind every letter, as mentioned. That's kind of the theme. You get a sneak peek of that. This is how you teach your kids the alphabet and also some history about the cougars so it's fun for the parents and a learning tool for the kids and uh in time for christmas so hope everyone in the world buys it uh, you know what this is and the, the link to do it is right there in the on the side this
1: you know what this is this is this is a very strategic move on you this is a recruiting tool yeah that is
0: <laughs> train a kid with the train. A, what do they say train them up in when the they're way, young and, and, in the they and the way they should go. And yeah. uh, mm-hmm. now we can train them up with the BYU ABCs. It's a simple concept, but here's two things that are never going out of style. The alphabet and BYU football. <laughs>
3: right. <laughs>
0: and so, um, anyway, you can pre-order there and get it in time for Christmas. And then it'll be at the Deseret Book uh, Bookstores on November 7th and but BYU store in a bunch of places. So we hope everyone has fun with it. Uh, I th- it was fun. It was cool. And, and it's yeah. cool to... to to be associated with a place that has that much history where you can do something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. You know, this, this and the book, artwork to do it. A book like this is, is, um, really good for me. Cause you know, I, I came here in 2009 and, um, you know, there's still a lot of times where people say certain games or certain players. And, and I just have to smile and nod Cause I have to, you know, to act like uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, I'm looking forward, you know, for this book as well. Is, and, and anybody that has come into the program a little bit late but is immersed in the program like, like yeah. me, it's going to be a good opportunity. So, like,
0: who's number H? Right. You know, is it Max Hall? Is it Taysom Hill? Is it Tom Homo? We have to find yeah. out. It's, right. it's, it's in there. Hey right, Miranda, do we have uh, Caleb Chapman teed up? Do we have that teed up, uh, the rise and shout on the saxophone? I I didn't put it in the uh, note, and so we may not have it. Jack, are we just gonna have to listen to it next week? Because yeah. it's a bye week, so we'll we can wait, and we'll get it next week when BYU wins. We got Caleb Chapman of uh, Caleb Chapman Soundhouse playing Rise and Shadow on saxophone, oh, nice. but it's a bye week, so next week's show it'll still be in play, right? Right. And right. so we'll play that uh, next week. Uh, we could sing it, but we're going to play it next week, Jack. Thank you for that suggestion. Um, how about uh, Chase Roberts and Christy Duffin tonight? Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, what, an, what an amazing story, um, Lavelle story, and um,
1: those those stories, man they they um, they they continue to to remind me of you know putting other people first, uh, regardless of status class um you know wealth color you know to to see a person as a as a as a person um and and one to just be aware right like like she said you know there's thousands of people there and and he saw you know a, a girl in need and uh being aware of of the need i think comes first and then you know being able to act on that um is, and the, is amazing and there's a
0: really good chance patty was sitting next to him and said would you help that girl right out? yeah yeah absolutely um, absolutely uh, the Edward. Clan is fantastic. Um, thanks to Chase Roberts for joining us after busy practice here on the bye week, and uh, the Royal Blue Collective, uh, who oversees so much of BYU's NIL, steered him our way. Yeah, um, and uh, and he, I was I was happy that he was able to uh, give shout outs to those who are supporting him, yeah. the, the companies that that are helping to make that possible. And uh, Riley Nelson's going to join us. Next week, for a variety of reasons. Number one is Riley, Riley. and I think he's among the toughest football players to ever play at BYU. Uh, You know, he played with a cracked back and ribs and knee and all. Anyway, all that stuff. But he was also the only quarterback against TCU – to get up and give the referee a high five at the goal line. I remember, that. remember that after you get a two-point conversion? And uh, and Riley will be with us as we preview the TCU game yeah, yeah. next week. And so we look forward to having Riley. Ask, ask Riley um, about my, the
1: first class. that. So we were both transfers at the same time. He right. transferred in from, from Utah State. I transferred from junior college. And my first class I had was pearly gray price. And that was with with Riley. And he helped me out um, tremendously. Is probably an understatement. Um, not, not, not my first, so not like my first religion class, right? Like that was my first class ever because it was during spring and, and, you know, the class, you know, options are very limited because it's, it's springtime. And so I remember going to class with him and he's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I don't know. I just saw my schedule. And he was like, bro, like this is like taking Spanish three without taking Spanish one. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, the look on his face, like he was, he was so concerned for me. And I yeah. was like, so oh, he was like, don't worry, it. don't worry. Like I'll take care of you. So and what you're he saying
0: is, uh, is Riley Nelson was your pearl of great price.
1: He, yeah. He was, he was in my class. He was my right hand man. He helped me out a lot. Good. So I, good I for him. good man. For sure. He'll
0: join yeah. us next week. Blaine will be back. Brian Logan with us tonight. Thank you. We look forward to having you back Anytime. and uh, hang with us. We're going places. I'm, I'm here. Um, the podcast will be up tomorrow. Share it with all your friends uh, and, and let your friends know that they can go to our YouTube page and our Facebook page um, and subscribe for free and get the show. Go to ysguys.com. You can watch tonight's interview all over again. Um, tonight's show, and uh, all of our other shows are sitting right there for you. We're connecting Cougar Nation all over the world, one show at a time, and uh, we appreciate everybody who's been with us and who will watch the clips through the week. Enjoy the bye week, and we'll be back here next Tuesday to get uh, get you ready for BYU's return to action in the Big 12 with TCU a week from Saturday in fort worth texas we'll also have the alumni rep from fort worth to talk about all the activities going on around the game uh at tcu and uh anyway it's going to be great for brian logan i'm dave mccann and for blaine fowler we're the wise guys and we're so happy to be a part of your life have a great week and we'll see you next time